Ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation, Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Welcome to Shepherd Center Radio. I'm Melanie Cole, and I invite you to listen as we discuss rights for voters with disabilities on Election Day. Joining me is John Smith. He's the Director of Government Relations and Advocacy at Shepherd Center. John, it's a pleasure to have you join us. What a great topic we're talking about today. It's so important. Tell us some of the main issues for persons with disabilities and voting, and what rights should voters with disabilities be aware of before heading off to the polls? Well, thank you so much for having me on today. And, you know, voting is really one of our nation's fundamental rights and one of our most important civic duties. And so, you know, I think it's important to know and realize that there's a significant amount of interest in this election, and that is driving a lot of turnout. And so, you know, I think states across the country are are really seeing record numbers in terms of early voting. Uh, And it's true here in Georgia as well. We're entering the third and final week of early voting in Georgia, which runs through Friday, October 30th, and seeing a a significant number of early voting turnout. In 2016, there's about 1.3 million Georgians who voted during the early voting period. And this year, about 2.8 million Georgians have already voted. So the significant amount of turnout, and I think that factors into realizing uh, that when voters head to the polls, they need to be prepared for that turnout. Well, thank you for that. So now specifically for people with disabilities, what accommodations can they expect polling places to provide if those accommodations are not met? What do they do? Tell us a few things that they should be aware of specifically when they go to vote. Yeah, that's a great question. So there's both state and federal laws that require that polling places are fully accessible and equipped with poll workers who are trained to take care of the needs of all voters. And so specifically, you know, the Americans with Disabilities Act requires that voters with disabilities have a full and equal opportunity to vote. And so voters with disabilities, you know, their expectation should be that poll workers are ready to assist with their needs and ready to provide them with any accommodation needed to successfully vote. I think one thing that is worth mentioning, and in Georgia specifically, Georgians who are voting on Election Day, polling places are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And if you are 75 years of age or older, or if you have a disability and you show up, and this is important, show up to the polling place between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., you will not be required to wait in line. And so any voter with disability who would be looking to take advantage of that could simply just tell the poll officer when they show up to the polling location that they'd like to move to the front of the line. Wow, that is really an important point, And I'm so glad that you made that point. So now what about things you said about federal and state, but ramps, or possibly even voting machines being too high for someone in a wheelchair? And now with the time of COVID, masks, protection, because people with disabilities, depending on what it is, might be at a higher risk for contracting COVID. So tell us how you see this all working together so that people feel safe voting and they know their needs will be met. Well, I think it's important to, if voters are 
able to take advantage of the early voting options, I think that might provide them an opportunity to potentially maybe pick a time where lines are not quite so long. But certainly, you know, we're voting during a pandemic. And so I think it's important for voters and voters with disabilities to be prepared for, as we've mentioned, significant turnout and long lines. And so, you know, I think they need to be cut prepared with their masks and any items that they might need during the wait or, you know, the period to, to vote. And you mentioned how with ramps and accessibility options, you know, all of those things are protections are still in place. There should be no difference because we're in, in the midst of a pandemic. So I think, you know, as we stated before, you know, any voter with a disability who is voting in person, you know, their expectation should be that their rights are protected and that they should encounter poll workers who are trained and ready to assist them with any accessibility needs. Also, in addition, I think it's important for any voters with disabilities, but also any voters to be prepared for the lines and bring items that you may need. That may include a mask and hand sanitizer, and additionally, maybe snacks and any medication that may be needed. What about caregivers, John? If people with disabilities need somebody to help them get around or help them to vote, are caregivers allowed in with them? Tell us about that. They certainly are. So the rules differ slightly for state and federal elections, but generally the rule is if you have a caregiver or someone who is going to the polling location with you, they can assist you with your vote and operating the machine. And so I think that's something that once you get there, you can bring that up with the poll worker and uh, that is absolutely you know allowed and something that the poll worker can assist both individuals with. I'm so glad you made that point. What should voters do if an issue arises at that time? Maybe the polling place doesn't know they can come to the front of the line. What do they do if some issues arise? You know, in, in my experience, I've encountered poll workers who are pretty well-trained and well-versed in the rules and the rights of voters. And so uh, I think anytime you encounter a situation or an issue while voting, I think it's important to bring it up with the poll workers that are present. But if they're unable to resolve your concern or your issue, I think you, ha- you know, there's two options. You can go to your county election office and contact them, and they should be able to quickly resolve your issue. And also consider contacting the Georgia Secretary of State's office if you're voting in Georgia. They oversee elections in the state and have phone numbers and online forms and staffers that are working on Election Day to ensure that any issue that is brought to their attention is resolved. Well, thank you for that. And as we wrap up this great topic, it's so important. Tell listeners what you'd like them to know about voting if they plan to vote in person as a person with a disability and what you think is important that they know and to plan ahead for. As we've discussed, you know, voting is, is so important and one of our most important civic duties. And uh, I think that voters with disabilities need to be confident in their rights and well aware of the fact that they have full, equal accessibility rights to the voting process and need to be confident in their rights uh, when they go vote. And additionally, I think it's important for them to know that if they do run into any issue, they should feel confident in reaching out to any election authority to help them resolve any issues they may encounter. 
Here, here. Thank you so much, John, for giving us such important information today. And you can also visit our website at shepherd.org for more information. That concludes this episode of Shepherd Center Radio. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Shepherd Center podcasts. Please share this show with your friends and families because we are learning from the experts at Shepherd Center together, and this is such an important topic. Please share this show on your social media. I'm Melanie Cole.